everybody and welcome back to the Hang High Podcast where we get together at the end of every week and we talk about things, but today is different. Today we're going to have a serious actual dialogue. So we're going to be skipping that whole personal weekly recap. So I'm not going to do that and we're just basically going to get right into it. So today we're going to be talking about LGBT rights in America, specifically trans rights. Um, Because that's been a bit of a hot topic lately with states trying to pass and just introducing in general extremely anti-trans anti-lgbt laws i have compiled a list of some examples and some articles and references um into a master google doc and once that's done we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna place that in the description of the youtube video but yeah so everything everything that we're going to be discussing is as of march 4th 2023 so there could be like 10 more bills that are introduced by the time this episode comes out because that's how it's been feeling a lot like lately but we're gonna kind of open up that conversation and basically this started with a video i saw on tiktok somebody in the comment section was all like i'm okay with trans people but when they start uh, taking away straight rights to get their rights it's like wrong or something like that i'm paraphrasing so then i posted a video and i was like listing off all the things that we're going to be talking about that are happening and to trans youth in america because i was like hey you're not losing any of your rights in the name of trans rights you know what i mean and then the people were like there's this one guy in the comments he was like i lost my right to free speech no how does that make any sense this thing i keep seeing recently that is a very good response to that it's like you have free speech but you're not free of social consequences yeah people think that like just because they have the right to say whatever they want within reason Mm -hmm. that they just can face no consequences like that's not how that works you know what i mean like if you're caught saying some racist ass like shit on the internet you're gonna face like backlash from it you know what so, I mean? In the words of a good Southern mom, Mama always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it at all. Yeah. And don't murder people because you don't like what they do yeah. in right. your private life. Yeah, but th- this guy's just know. going back and forth about how, well, if you can face consequences for your actions, and then it's not really free speech and blah, blah, blah. He, at, he, at one point, like, even brought in fucking Nazis into this. He goes, mm-hmm. free speech is when Nazis and liberals can talk about their opinions with no consequences whatsoever. I'm like, what? first of all, wh- why do they always have to bring in the fucking Nazis? So I was like, what, are you the Nazi in question here? And I don't think he responded to that, because he's just been arguing with people nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then there was this other guy... And he said, the right to feel safe in the bathroom. And so, let's just start that off by saying the trans bathroom debate was not a huge fucking thing until a few years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you were as mu- in like as much danger with a trans person in the stall next to you than you are with a cis person in the stall next to you. And, the, and like, I don't get it because you don't know they're trans. Like, you, how do you know they're not, like, cis? Like... Anti-trans rhetoric also hurts cis people, too, because you can be, like, a woman who isn't, like, incredibly feminine, who doesn't fall under the typical, like, beauty standards set by society, and somebody's gonna be like, well, you look a little manly, you must be trans, and, like, harass them and assault them. Like, I've literally seen videos of it happening on TikTok. Yeah. Like, that guy was just going back and forth, and he was like, well basically by giving trans people the right to use whatever bathroom that they want to use you're then taking away the cis person's right to feel comfortable in whatever bathroom they use and like again unless you're inspecting everyone's fucking genitals when they're in the bathroom and when you're in there then how would you fucking know i don't give a shit that's a bathroom i don't know why it's such a big problem for people to have separate bathrooms in the first place like i get like the dangers of like rapists and shit to have like a place private to go to yeah to mm. take people to but like i've seen family bathrooms exactly for everybody and it's no problem mm-hmm. yeah no and, problem and then so then he was like so then we told him it was stupid like we understood his point we just don't agree with it because it doesn't make any logical sense 
and he was all like responding to everyone he was like well like well you're just refusing to see my side and blah 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 you're just being a fascist he kept calling everyone fucking fascists by the way he was like blocked fascist blocked fascist and so so then he suggested if that's the case then we should make bathrooms for trans men and then bathrooms for trans women. That's more money that nobody's really gonna wanna pay to put into their budget. And two, at, you're still segregating and discriminating against yeah. them based mm-hmm. on their identity. Yeah, it's, it's, at that point, it's just, you know, we're back to. It's like square one, dude. Yeah. It's... <laughs> so those comments are just. Done. Those comments were just fucking insane. And it was like, like what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Who was that one that there was literally just a tw- like posted on Twitter like yesterday? I can't remember what his name was. Oh fuck! He was a, a congressman. I actually basically saying eradicate like transgenderism or something like that. Oh, sounds like something, something like that. Let's it, say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just listen. So for me, as a man in this country we you know we don't know about like most oppression right Mm -hmm. but this is bad and it's this is part whenever i was talking about the shreds of uh, how i have a shred of humanity left Mm -hmm. like i feel like if all this passes then that tiny sliver that's left right now is gone Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it's just basic human kindness, right? And if you target a group of peoples, you know, <clears throat> like that, I mean, it's just it's it's bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just bad. I mean, it's just fucking disgusting. But it just doesn't one, make any sense. Cause like, it doesn't affect you in literally any fucking way like these two strangers like kissing and holding hands and minding their own fucking business doesn't impact your life in any way at all so why do you care dude my thing is is like just as long as you treat me with decency and i mean even even disrespect if you disrespect me i'm i'm probably not going to be like upset upset with you but just to treat people fucking with common respect and that is all we are asking to happen it's just be treated with the same respect that you treat or you're supposed to treat you know other people with yeah. and i i don't think you know i don't think there's only bad people left in this world but like it's definitely the majority of people in power are definitely well not so i won't go with I wouldn't, I'm not going to take away from the topic of this stream, but I'll say this. This is part of the reason why I'm in my total anarchy phase right now. Mm. This is big. And, you know, government regulation is, is awful. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. Government is a joke at this point. Because, again, the First Amendment also is not all like only just your right to free speech. People fucking take the amendments especially the second one and then they just pick and choose they interpret it however they want and then they're wrong with it you know what i mean so they hear oh sounds first like something else i know what sounds like something else i know what about to get in my my old arc boodle serious <clears throat> no but they, they pick and choose it and they interpret it however they want to interpret it. And so they're like, oh, First Amendment, <clears throat> I have the freedom to say whatever I want. I'm like, well, yes and no. Technically, a bomb threat is your, you exercising your freedom of speech, but that's illegal. Mm-hmm. Calling someone a slur repeatedly is not like freedom of speech. That's hate speech and that's considered a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Calm down, dude. But the First Amendment also states that you cannot make any law or anything under your religious like reasons or like for religious reasons or because of whatever and you know what all these fucking people's homophobia and transphobia and just disdain for the lgbt community comes from religion yeah so if they're gonna be like oh i my religion says this and then create laws against it how is not that not a violation of the constitution yeah 
it it's kind of just any logical person would see that but i feel like it's just done on purpose at this point and so i'm looking through the news i first heard about like recently what happened in tennessee like i was at work and of course i'm learning all my fucking news through tiktok now because creators who experience this stuff firsthand can now get their stories out and explain and like get their shit out before like news stations do in real time because we have social media we have tiktok and instagram and all that and it's mm. kind of sad that you can't trust the news anymore but the news is yeah but yeah news no. has always been like that though. well i mean so there's one thing that that stuck with me my brother my brother's very he's very first off he's a very good good dude right his his moral compass i think is set right right so my brother had always told me whenever i was a kid that the news isn't to inform it's to sell right Hmm. and and the reason why is because how do you think they make their money they make their money off views right so they're going to sell you you know what they think is the top story of the day while other shit's getting swept under the rug Yep. Right. The real shit that's happening, you know, like the stuff that's going to bring morale down is being mm-hmm. swept under the rug. Yeah. You have like fucking like in a mainstream news, like serious news network, not like Teen Vogue or whatever, like actual news companies are reporting on like Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez drama. Like, meanwhile, all these people are losing their fucking rights. Like, it's like, oh, here's some silly celebrity gossip. And that's the thing, I don't, I'm not seeing a lot of people talk about this right now. Like, a lot of, like, influencers. I haven't really seen much about it. And it's it's really upsetting, because these are serious issues, but I think a lot of people have that, oh, it doesn't affect me. Like, I'm not part of that group of people, so I'm not going to worry about it mindset. But that's a tricky mindset to have. Mm The mindset becomes okay when something affects you directly. I'm sorry, do you guys remember when they ruled and overruled Roe v. Wade? Right? You guys remember that? And everyone was like, well, now they're going to come for LGBT rights. Now they're going to try to do really awful things to women who have abortions and blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's like, well, you're just fear-mongering. Okay, this is just overruling one thing. Nothing's going to happen. And now look at what everything's happening. Mm -hmm. This is really frustrating. Because if you think about it, federally, gay marriage was still illegal until, like, what, 2015 with Obama? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I remember. And, like, looking now, looking now, seven years later, nothing really has changed. It really seemed like we were, like, making progress and that LGBT people were, you know, finally getting the recognition and the respect and the love that they deserve. And now we're just going way back in time now. And you can say what you want. You can say, well, oh, these are just local states. There are still states that support it, still states that don't have an issue. But if these people, like Ron DeSantis, if, if he runs for president, you think he won't try to do what he did in Florida and the entire, like, country? Exactly. It's, um... it's, it's frustrating. Um, but we can, we can get into it now because we have a lot to discuss. Mm. First things first... We've seen really, it started with Texas and other states. I'm just focusing on like the main ones right now that I can think of. Mm. But again, all of our resources, all of our links and articles are going to be linked in the master Google Doc in the description on the YouTube video. But they're like banning drag shows in public because, and this is like, like quotes from the article and from the people themselves, but the law refers to anything that can be, anything that can be considered sexual and specifically calls out male to female male or female imperson- impersonators, drag queens because it's harmful to children and even like when it's so far to describe it as actual child abuse. And here's the thing. They can, that could be, like, interpreted as anything. You see a fucking dude just 
wearing a fucking skirt and then he's just like having a good time he's like dancing a little he's chilling and then that that's it that's considered like a part of that band this is like it's it's no different than going to a play and like seeing like a belly dancer or something you know what i mean it's yeah. it's the same thing except one person just happens to be gay yeah, I feel like if you go after stuff like this, you have to go for other things as well. So it's just specifically that because at this point, it's it is targeted. And it just doesn't make sense logically at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, I just never got the hate again. So now, now the question is Pride Month. Like, what's going to happen with that? Because like. Drag is such a huge part of LGBT culture and part of people like expressing themselves. So if that's taken away, if that's made illegal, then what the fuck is gonna happen with the parades? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's like such a big part of the culture, and it's—it's it's beautiful and amazing, and it truly is an art form. Hey, it's editing mode Han, and I just wanted to jump in here while I'm still talking about pride and point out the fact that homophobes love to use the argument, oh, why do you still need pride, or why do you need a parade, or why do you need to feel pride in your sexuality or your identity? It's because stuff like this is still happening. LGBT folks are getting their rights literally stripped away as we speak. So you want to know why we still need pride month? Because of this shit. Because of you guys. All right, we're going back to the podcast now. Just needed to jump in there real quick. Mm-hmm. Are they just not going to allow pride because they deem it too sexual? Seems possible. That's the way it's things are heading, honestly. Insane. And then we have states like Montana making bullying legal. It's, yeah, that's it's, a bit it's essentially making bullying legal. But basically what's happening is Montana, I believe it was passed or there, it was introduced. Again, all of this is as of the 4th of March. Mm-hmm. So a lot can happen between now and Tuesday. This is the Montana one, right? Uh, Montana, yeah. So basically... Says this one says it was passed. It was passed. Passing, yeah. Okay, well that's fucking yeah. stupid. It go. basically states that... Um, Kids who are misgendered and called the wrong names at school, like, that's not going to be considered bullying. Like, that's okay, because humans are humans. And what this guy said, like, this is an actual quote, uh, quote, Representative Brendan, Brandon Lair said that his children who live on a farm ranch have, quote, learned from a young age that cows are cows and bulls are bulls, and it's not open for interpretation. And he said basically that kids should not be forced to go out of their way to call other kids things that they're not. And this is, I thought like school was a place to be safe. You know what I mean? I thought that's Mm -hmm. where you go to like truly like be you, learn, explore, expand your minds. And then it's become a basically just, just a shooting ground and well, Oh, I see what you did there, but, um, so, we actually had a pretty, uh, surprisingly pretty progressive high school. I I mean, there was a, I don't know if I've ever told this story, Tana, but we did have, like, a, I, I guess it was an LGBTQ, like, club, I guess, yep. and yep. my, one of my art teachers was the... She, guess, she, she was the coordinator. It, I guess. The yeah, she, yeah, she was the coordinator behind the club. Okay. Or the sponsor behind <clears throat> the club. Sorry. And I knew some of the people in it, I believe. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew Rebecca. She was like yeah. the censor. Well, yeah, know. you're going to have yeah. to censor it. Uh, We're going to drop names, and you probably will have to censor them. So. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but I remember hearing there's like a lot of people in the school that were like... Yeah. Targeting, like, she yeah. would put up, like, signs around the school. And they would all rip them, them down. Like, they'd rip them down. Would rip them down. Shit like that. And it's like, but, I, I, I hate I hate to be sad like that, but I'm not surprised, because yeah. a lot, it, our school, surprisingly, our school was a good, like, half, I would say half, and, well, mm-hmm. I don't know about half, but. It, it was, pro- I would good, say, probably a good 35, 65, kind of. Yeah. In terms like, of, like, people who were. You know, more 
Well, hold on, sorry. I don't know how would I, I would describe it, but our school is more more accepting compared than, compared yeah. to the others around you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like we still had our, you know, bad people. See, I always I always used to go eat lunch whenever they had the the meats, right? Because mm. they always had them at lunch. It was a it wasn't a club like. Like an fully yeah it was it was it wasn't like an after school club it was more more or less like safe space yep yeah. and um and i mean dude i'd go up there and you know everybody in there i mean even me you know mm-hmm. just because of how how they were like i guess scared to be themselves uh-huh. like it changed like their social like interactions right and see, I identified with that because, you know, I wish I was more outspoken, but unfortunately my self-confidence is so low that, like, I'm scared to do things I wish I could, right? And, um, and so I, I could, you know, I related with that. And the more and more I got to know the people that was in that, I was just like, you know, there are more people like this out there. And, you know, that's kind of whenever I started kind of, getting on board with everything yeah. and 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 just to and just to clarify on that whenever i say that like start going you know making my own thoughts so boodle and i we grew up in a very um conservative slash religious background i mean him not so much as well eh, actually no <laughs> you, you, yours was yours was just as bad as mine <laughs> your mom yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, your mom's a very nice lady, though. Like she is, she she has some opinions that I question. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but but I mean, that's a whole other conversation. I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say anything, but it's near a mind, you know. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the people around us don't see the bigger picture, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that. Shit, I lost where I was going I, with this. I, I think it's like a small town mentality. Yeah, yeah, like small it's small town uh, mentality. But you know, given with how I was raised, you know, I'm still still trying to to formulate my own opinions on things and and figure out where I stand. Yeah, you with have to them. like unlearn things. Yeah. See, because so I'm I'm well, I have to unlearn things too, and I have to like throw it out of my vocabulary which i'm perfectly fine with you know <clears throat> like before this you know i'm not gonna lie to you before this i mean i just air it all out you know because i'm i was shame i'm still shameful about it but you know back whenever i was 10 12 you know f slur was very common oh yeah, yeah. like comfort and i mean but and, and it was very popular <clears throat> in schools too yeah i mean that was like, that was just like saying cunt or fucking yeah. fuck, you know, back then, you know, dropping the F slur. Yeah. yeah. No, I As get kids, it. And I think I like it's... we didn't really like understand what it was. I didn't understand what it yeah. really meant. I don't so, think, right. and I totally get like feeling uncomfortable and not liking what's coming out of their mouths, but I don't think we should t- entirely blame, quote, homophobic or transphobic children. You know, I think once they reach like 15 years, 14, 15, yeah, then at that point, even though they're still with their parents, but at 14 and 15, you should be able to understand things more and kind of like work mm. your way out of that. So that's when you can start judging them. I think maybe, probably around 16. Yeah, um, I feel like 15 and 16 is weird. I feel like if you are if you see like a 7 or 10 year old like spewing awful nonsense, don't get me wrong, a 7 year old spewing racist transphobic like homophobic remarks is disgusting it's a revolting thing to witness because you just know that Mm -hmm. child was done wrong but i feel you just shouldn't blame the child specifically they they're just parroting what they hear yeah but if if you get older and you refuse to seek any sort of like outside perspective to try to build your your own you know perspective then at that point i think there's really no hope for you but i guess some people do come around but they come around when it's too late see that's yeah. another shout out to my brother too because like my brother he's the one who taught me to think freely 
you know, formulate your own own your own opinions, and it's helped me out like a, a lot. But yeah. you know, that's that's kind of where you know I I haven't really had to like formulate like a lot of opinions, mm-hmm. but you know, like I said, growing up in that religious and conservative kind of background was just kind of like okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me some time, but I'm going to work it out, and I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, do what I can to support. Yeah, I mean, oh no, ahead, no, sorry. you, you go ahead, go ahead. Like me growing up, I always thought that I had like, I don't know, I always thought that it was weird how my parents would act towards certain groups of people, uh-huh. and like. I think growing up, it just made me a much better person for it because it helped me like unlearn stuff a lot easier than I feel like other people might go through. If that makes sense. It's yeah, it's interesting because I don't think growing up, I never really had either a positive or negative like viewpoints thrown to me about like LGBT issues because that that just wasn't a topic of conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was I was a kid. Um, but I mean, I do don't have those adult figures in my life who have said, you know, questionable things and especially like my grandma, I love her to death, but I will correct her and I will be like, no, you can't say that. Like, this is what it is. And like explain certain things to her, which I'm, you know, I'm glad to help her learn because when she was younger, I mean, is when they were fighting for their fucking rights. You know what I mean? (laughs) When my dad was a kid. Like, trans and LGBT people were still fighting for their rights to just literally exist. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. not much has changed now. Yeah. Um, but, like, that was an ongoing thing. So they, from those periods, obviously had a different and slightly more negative perception because that's just the time period. But that's, again, still no excuse for some people to just never learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bruh. And I, and I hate that thing too, because like, oh well, they're from a different time, or you know, you know, they're fifty years older than you. They don't know better. I'm like, they know better. They made it fifty years. Yeah. They've learned. They've grown. They've changed before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's see what else has happened. So we've got pro bullying, banning drag shows, and in that same kind of light, and banning drag shows. States have also banned minors from receiving any sort of gender-affirming health care. So, basically, let's see here. Mississippi states here that the Mississippi Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves, first of all, that's a stupid fucking name, who looks at their beautiful, freshly squash-looking baby boy, and they go, that's a Tate. Nobody. Psychos. Um, but he signed a bill stating uh, the ban of puberty blockers, hormone ther- therapy, and any sort of surgeries for people under the age of 18 who are seeking gender-affirming health care. As of right now, there are six other states. Arkansas, Alabama, Arizona, Florida, South Dakota, and Utah with laws or policy that ban minors from accessing care. Enforcement procedures on the Mississippi State Board of Medical Licensure stops Medicaid from covering people who are trying to seek that and any surgeries, Mm -hmm. anything related to their gender identity. So now they can't pay for it through their Medicaid and their insurance. And like, again... So you look at the statistics and you see that there's a high number of suicide and death rates in trans people, like specifically, and you think, yes, let me prevent them from getting the one thing that can possibly put them off from killing themselves. And let's just tell them that they can't have it. it it's, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of at a <laughs> loss for words because I really don't know what else to say other than why do people care about people do doesn't affect them right i mean yeah it's just i would never understand why people do that and that's why i'm just kind of dumbfounded when i'm i don't know what to say honestly i really i I don't get it because like sure there are surgeries that can be like irreversible and there are sure hormones can do irreversible 
like have irreversible effects on your body but they're not just like handing out like hormones like all willy-nilly yeah. they're not just saying hey you're getting surgery tomorrow like i'm pretty sure in most states you gotta like go through like psychiatric evaluation you gotta yeah. talk to a psychiatrist you gotta like do the whole procedure and then they're like okay here are the tools you need go ahead yeah. do what you need to do it's like it's not just like mm, let me just take a random name out of this hat like kind of thing or like yeah. oh, let's see what i'm gonna do today it's not how it works yeah gotta go through the process mm -hmm. they'd rather yeah. people just grow up hating themselves and wanting to die than people just finally being happy and then they also have the argument well it's like well i guess you truly if you really look at it you truly weren't happy with yourself to begin with if you can learn to accept yourself as the opposite gender why can't you learn to just accept yourself and deal with your life as like before and like because that's not who they are mm -hmm. that's why they're trans that's not who they are it's just it's so frustrating because it just, it just really doesn't make sense like apart from your religious reasons there's no valid reason most of those Even reasons are like... bogus but while i was like scrolling through and i was looking for like maps and stuff to really chart what's going on and like what states are like enforcing these laws and what states are proposing them and what states are good um, I found this map here of all gender, affir gender affirming care for the youth people, for youths mm. in the U.S. And this map is mm. as of March 1st, 2023, but there are only 17, 17 or 18 states that don't have any issues and aren't currently uh, proposing or passing anti-trans legislature. 17 or 18 states out of 50. That's mm. really alarming. Like every day I wake up and there's just a new like article and new news of states doing things like this. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, when are they going to end? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. wh when is like the president going to step in? Like, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I have, I have a small amount of hope that a lot of this gets like overturned somehow. I do, but i do too but that i don't think it will because like, it's, yeah, it's happening like all at once yeah it's... well i mean basically yeah, effectively like... effectively what this is is basically like so thinking back to the civil rights movement it's similar to jim crow laws which another state kind of legalized in their own way not too long ago but that's right. a whole conversation for another time we're just going backwards in time and we made so much progress well yeah. i wouldn't say so well, much but we made more fucking progress you know what i mean and now so, we're we're backtracking on all of that unfortunately people like the thing is, is like it's a sad reality but history often repeats itself yeah and you know the only way to prevent history from repeating itself is to learn from history itself. Yeah, exactly. But these schools are also trying to pass <clears throat> laws that restrict any sort of discussions about any topics relating to anyone who isn't straight, white, cis, or male. Mm -hmm. They're making laws against that too, so now you can't learn about that in school, even though that's literally a part of history, like actual mm -hmm. American history. They just don't want to learn about it. They're like, mm, no, you're going to indoctrinate our children. Like, okay, bitch. Then going along with, like, getting rid of gender-affirming health care for kids, there are states that are passing bills and suggesting bills that allow children to be outed to their parents by mm -hmm. teachers. So if a teacher has a suspicion or a teacher finds out that this kid was like, hey... Can you use this pronouns for me? Can you call me this? Or like a kid who's like, mm, I think I like a boy. Now the teachers are legally required to give that information to parents, which is now only going to drive the suicide rates higher because there's probably a reason why they haven't told their parents yet. They're probably not accepting. Oh, yeah. They just want to like do it on their own time because coming out is so personal. Like... Mm -hmm. You hid yourself for so long, you should be the one to tell people, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. And somebody else is doing that, taking that power away from you, it's defeating, it's depressing, it's not cool. Like, on a deep down level, on a personal level, you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah. But so North Carolina is doing that, which I Oh yeah. That's so I don't know that. why I was surprised, but I'm not really surprised. I'm not surprised, but so it's so really fucking stupid. But yeah, pass this. These kind of fall under like that like specific inter individual states kind of like version of their don't say gay law. So it just kind of like falls under that. So it says here in this article that I've linked it says that in North Carolina, for this one, it says that in North Carolina, the state Senate passed SB 49, known as the controversial, quote, Parents' Bill of Rights. And it is <laughs> often referred to as the LGBTQ bill. It, requ it would require parents to notify parents. It, it would require teachers to notify parents if a student questions their gender or uses different pronouns. Mm. Yep. And it. Again, you're just, like, putting kids in harm. They're all about, like, love and family values. And now they're just sending, like, children to get beaten and end their lives. What happened to being pro-life? Uh, supporters of the bill say it's necessary to stop children from keeping secrets from their parents. Everyone is going to keep a secret from their fucking parent. Yeah. Like, give me a secret you, you you're keeping from your mom. Um, uh, my mom doesn't know I smoke. <laughs> there you go. Jacob, so. give a secret you're keeping from your mom. Dude, my mom, I hope, does not know I smoke. Oh, oh, that, um, I, I had sex in their bed. Ew, okay. In, in my mom's bed. Anyway, I don't have a mom to keep secrets from. But, like, you know what, like, pe people are gonna keep secrets from their parents. It's just a normal child thing to do. Uh, but along with Cal uh, North Carolina, we also have Florida, which again is yeah. not fucking surprising. Florida's a shit show. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, amendment to Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida requires schools to go out to out students to their parents within a six week timeline. Mm. Mm. So. It says here in the article, the bill, which has gained national attention and pushback, bars educators in Florida from talking about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary schools. Parents will be able to take legal action against the school district stably if I violated the measure. I Again, I hope that applies to straight people as well. Like, no talking about your relationship, no talking about this or that, or yeah. is that a loophole? Hey, editing mode hand, I'm just jumping in again. But primary school, elementary school, is when they start teaching you about, you know, sex ed, puberty, your body, the changes you're going through. So are they not allowed to talk about that anymore under this new law? Because that stuff ties into sexuality and your gender and your body. Alright, we're jumping back in. Sorry. Mm. And they, they just think that they're stealing money from the taxpayers. They're like, well, I, you know, my taxes pay for your building and your air conditioning. So I get a say in what you teach my kid. <laughs> Which, okay, valid. But you can't, like, like hide important topics from your kids yeah like basic no, I, human rights they're, they're trying to like censor stuff that is just public knowledge like you can there's no escaping any of these like topics you find out about it eventually and my thing is how does Don't that see... not violate freedom of speech since that guy exactly. is so passionate yeah. about how yeah. how does like telling teachers you can't talk about lgbt topics not a violation of their first amendment right mm -hmm. yeah that that is just you know it's a violation of free speech no, no. and so didn't didn't you say north carolina had something like this too uh Were they or, north... i don't did they pass it i can't remember um yeah they passed it okay yeah, so the don't say gay bill or something like that basically yeah so i know i know that Miss Mrs. Bleep yeah. that out. I know that she will probably be on strike about that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. She she was honestly she was a real one. She was like my yeah. favorite teacher. And, yeah, I, I have a great respect for me because yeah. she was always there and she mm -hmm. un kind of understood the troubles that I had whenever mm -hmm. I was in high school. You know, with my grandma getting cancer, that was whenever she first got cancer. I had both of her class whenever all that shit was going on. And I remember um, one night, I'm like, I, this is my senior year, and I had her for my first my first period in semester two. And um, 
and she was just so very loving and, and kind. So one one night, my grandpa called like a, a family meeting, right? And we all live in the same county, like immediate family, my brother, and you know, my dad. My dad literally lives, you know, two minutes down the road. And we had a meeting, and basically it was my grandma going over her will, over her will. And um, she she was just like, yeah, she's like, I just want to do this, just in case, because the cancer I have is very very hard to basically go go out of her like remission. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically she beat it, luckily. You know, and I enjoyed the, the six years past that. I got to, you know, spend with her. But, Mrs., I showed up, like, an hour late to school that day. And Mrs., like, she covered for my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, failing in her, or I, I wasn't failing in her class, but I was, like, struggling with it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, you're like, oh, how, how can you do that? And I was like, well, well, because it's art, and it was, like, an advanced art. Right? And I had just not done homework because I had so much stuff going on on the side, whether it be work or anything else. But I needed... I missed, I can't remember how many days, like, you could miss without being, like, without having to be at the exam, but I think it was, like, five days, if you had, like, a, a C, a C, uh, like, any C grade, right, mm-hmm. and, um, and I was on that fourth day, and this was late in the semester, and basically, if, because after an hour, if you're not in class, they can legally, like, say that you're, you're, um, um, I guess, or I guess absent, right, yeah, and, um, so I get in her class and I explain to her what was going on, like because she, she could tell I was having a bad day, like already having a bad morning, and something was bothering me. Dude, she motherfucking went to the damn teacher's lounge, got me fucking milk and cookies, and she was like, "You take as long as you need to, you know. I'm not gonna punish you for, you know, for what you went through. You know, she's so un- understanding and she's very sweet. And you know, Mrs. is a real one. She is. She's a real one. I, I have. I love it. that lady. She proved it constantly, especially like with that club. Yeah. yeah, and and there was only two teachers I hugged during my graduation, and she was one, and then Miss was the other. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry, I, I didn't no, mean to no, like, I just... do personal stuff, but but I felt like that was you know important because yeah. Miss Is will fight the good fight. Oh yeah. So my main concern about all of this is. While I do live in a blue state, and I don't believe that they're going to be coming for LGBT rights here in a very long time, was, what can I do to help? Yeah. Like, I financially am not in a place where I'm able to donate to any of these, Mm. like, causes or any of these charities. Um, But other people are. So what I thought, I'm like, well, I can spread the information, I can retweet, I can talk about it, I can, like, repost and do all this, Mm. but then people will just see that as performative and like oh you're not really doing anything but like retweeting posts i'm like well yeah like what what can i do and so i was like well we have a platform mind you it's it's not Mm -hmm. a big platform but we have a platform i mean we're gonna take a stand for the things we believe in if you're preaching to 12 people like jesus or if you're preaching to a million people like kim kardashian on twitter you know what i mean like i have an idea uh, after after I'm sorry. Okay. Like, if you have a platform, you have to use it for what you believe in, which goes into, like, the point earlier when I am not seeing a lot of people talk about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, like, main, like, main scene celebrities. You know what I mean? Mainstream yeah. celebrities. And it's like, well, why aren't you saying anything? Mm-hmm. Which I, I think rich people, again, it's a whole other conversation for a whole other day, but rich people are seriously disconnected from the actual state of the world and how normal people mm. live their lives so they they think nothing can touch them but yeah it, it's just really frustrating so that was like my thing like i can relay yeah. the information but how can i help and not even like as an ally like i'm not an ally i'm straight up i'm, I'm one of them like i'm part of the community baby yeah like like so what i was doing i was researching i remembered about the Trevor Project, an incredible organization dedicated to helping trans youth, especially trans youth that have been unhoused because of their family's bigotry. It's like, well, my home insurance, like my renter's insurance at the end of like every year, like money that they get, they take, I guess they take a percentage of money from what you're paying a month. And they put that towards charity of your choosing. But I chose the Trevor Project just because, you know, it's meaningful to me. I know a lot about it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, so money I get 
you know, and then I pay my insurance company and then they put that towards that. I guess that's, I guess, part of me giving back financially. Um, mm. But sometimes I just feel like it's not enough. Because there are never any protests in my area. If there were, I totally would be out there front and center, ready to go. Um, mm. Because of how accepting my state is. So it's really frustrating. Like, yeah. I want to I be there. I want to support. But, like, physically I and, like, financially I can't. So I was looking at all these projects. Obviously, there's the Tre Trevor Project. And then we have ACLU who are working nonstop to protect everyone's rights. But right now, especially trans people. Because... There have been at least, again, at the time of recording this, at least, well, I believe, 300 anti-trans bills, like, being proposed and being passed. Mm. And that's incredibly terrifying to think about, because how do you have that many issues with something that doesn't affect you? Mm. But there is the ACLU and even Planned Parenthood, again, people... Planned Parenthood does more than abortions. They offer health care. They offer gender-affirming care. They offer therapy, STD testing, like, insanely important things. So they, they have resources for LGBT people as well. Again, everything is tagged and linked in the Google Doc. But then we have transequality.org. And that's amazing that we have these resources, but I'm scared that once these states go through and they, you know, ban whatever they're going to ban, that everyone's just completely fucked. Mm -hmm. um, but there is this organization that you found through one of your YouTubers. Did you want to talk about that yeah. since you found it? Um, so around like, it was a little bit after you were telling me about all the stuff that was going on, Hannah. Mm -hmm. um, a YouTuber I watched that does magic content um, actually started a fundraiser for trans lifeline and they made their goal of two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars but you can still donate to it oh, they actually um, yeah they exceeded that they're at 238 yeah. yeah so uh you know if anybody wants to contribute to that like i said i know our platform isn't big but you know i want to help spread this around at mm -hmm. least to show my support i'm just so yeah like i said even if you can't, you know, be there physically or be there financially to help the cause, you can always get the word out. So, again, like I mentioned before, what I've done, I've compiled everything that we've talked about into a Google Doc. And mm -hmm. you can check out all the links, all the resources that we've used there. I'm just really worried um, yeah. about the state of the future because, again, new bills are being proposed, like, every day, and they're just as bad as the last one they get they're even worse than the last one they just keep getting more disgusting and disrespectful and like okay. what where are we going to be in a week you know what i mean like how many more states are going to continue adding stuff like this like i thought this was america i thought this was like land of the free <laughs> apparently not and it's always like well, it's for Elmer. the children, it's for this, children are innocent, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you want to say, like, gay people are bad because you need to protect your children? What about priests? You need to protect your <clears throat> children from priests, dude. It's always, it's always yeah. not all men, not all cops, not all priests, blah, blah, blah. But when a, a person of the LGBT community does something, it's all, all those gay people, they're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so can I can I tell you something interesting? So you know how it's always Catholics that are like the most against like gay gay right anything gay right? Catholics mm -hmm. are fucking crazy. So so the Catholics believe that the Apostle Paul right was not a true apostle, so they don't do anything. Like New Testament, right? So, I've been reading like theories, basically saying that Paul, Paul the Apostle in in New Testaments, um, because you know in the Bible it's just a series mm -hmm. of stories, right? It's like one of the biggest anthologies, right? Um, so the Apostle Paul, they're theorizing may have been gay and <laughs> shaped. His, his homosexuality into the Bible whenever he wrote the New Testament. But the interesting thing about it is, is that 
there are a couple religious denominations of Christianity that do not that well I, I would say more than a couple like the majority of Christian denominators or denominations do not teach about Paul's teachings in the in the New Testament right so but I did find out because see I I like identify as a Lutheran because I I like what they are they actually man um, said man I love the 95 theses Dude, uh, so no, seriously, like the 95 Theses was like the big, biggest middle finger to the Roman Empire at the time, you know, the new Roman Empire. Yeah, I love my European history class. That was like my favorite. I love learning yeah. about that. But they teach the teachings of Paul and is where like there are gay pastors and, you know, mm-hmm. preachers and... I, that makes me very proud, but at the same time, at the same time, fucking, we live in a place that's entirely like the old school because there's like two Still different sects. So there's there well no there's two different sects of uh, se- se- sects right mm-hmm. with a CT CT yeah. of um, <laughs> of Lutheranism, mm-hmm. and you got the Missouri Synod, and then you have the Evangelical Synod, right? Yeah. So the evangelical one is the more progressive. That's what I am. And then you have Missouri Synod, right? Mm. So Missouri Synod is like old school Lutheran, like where they still have like part of the Baptist faith. Mm-hmm. And the New Testament's part of that, right? Mm-hmm. So they they completely cut out, you know, the Apostle Paul in their teachings. Interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. I never knew about that. Mm-hmm. Paul said gay rights. But yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be a topic of conversation for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really depressing to see that, again, we are going backwards as a nation. All these, like, young trans folks who, like, were growing up in a time where like everything was seeming so progressive and so like hopeful for the future and now they're gonna like they're gonna have that view of their world completely crushed because of all this nonsense like because i remember when when gay marriage was legalized federally when they voted on that i was in the living room with my grandmother my grandmother was watching the tv and then they they were talking about it it was like if not live, then it was just a broadcast of what was, you know, recapping the day. Um, but but I remember seeing, like, like the cameras pan and just seeing people crying and, like, holding each other because they were just so happy. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that was such a big and pivotal moment, like, mm-hmm. in our nation's history. And now that's just essentially, at this point, gone. Yeah. Because you know what they're going to do in the Supreme Court. They're going to come for gay marriage again. They're going to see all yep. these states doing this and you'll be like, well, yep, a majority of America is totally okay with stripping gay people of their rights and trans people of their rights. They're going to go for it. And now in all those states, suddenly their marriage is gone. And it's just, a, it's incredibly frustrating to think of it. And obviously for me, because I am part of the community, but like, like as an ally, like what is like, how, like your take on it? Because again, it doesn't directly affect you, but it may affect the people around you who are close to you. Well, like, I mean, it affects the people that are close to me. And it, I think it's just the morally good thing to do to just let people be who they are instead of dictating what they do. I'm not new for having that opinion. That's the opinion I have. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, that's really it. Yeah, I would pretty much second it, basically exactly what Boodle mm-hmm. said. Um, like, I would say the thing that how it makes me feel is like everybody deserves to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. And it always. It always kills me whenever somebody's a buzzkill, and that's exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. the government's being a buzzkill right now, and oh, yeah. I mean, hate really hate is, yeah. Um, and it's just you know it's unacceptable, you know. And 
I just hope it sometime, you know, if it takes me, you know, the time I'm 80, if I even make it that long, you know, I hope that, you know, one day maybe everybody can get along and strive for happiness in others. I just, I don't understand. If you're so pro-life, why why are you doing things you know based off statistics will end a lot of lives because mm -hmm. it's not i know this video is primarily on the lgbt topic but it's not just lgbt people too it, it's women as well they're coming for women's rights i don't know if you guys saw this but south carolina proposed a bill i believe it was proposed i don't think it was passed yet that states that women who get abortions and what i heard was even if they travel out of state to a state where it's legal they sh they should be you know able to receive the death penalty to be executed by the state mm -hmm. and like you i i sent that text to you i was like i read that and i just broke down because i'm like how does it affect you we're not having yeah. that, like, life begins at conception bullshit that isn't true. We're, we're not, we're not going to have that conversation, but how can you be, like, okay with that? The, 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 the current state of the, the, the world is just insanely fucked, and I don't, I don't know if it'll ever get back to where it was. This is why I'm into my anarchy. Anarchy, like period. Synth. Dude, I I swear, like, I just I'm so fed up with the world and the government is not helping. Yeah. All right. And I'm I'm really surprised if they have. I just haven't seen it, and it hasn't been made a big deal that like the White House or the president hasn't said anything. Hmm. I think like I thought one of the articles said something about his secretary secretary said something but that i mean it's still not the president saying yeah. anything like it needs to come out of sleepy joe's mouth yeah because I, I don't well so interestingly enough right so did you know that they are thinking about not choosing Joe as the, the nominee for the next election. Good, because not, like, you can go in about, like, him as a ruler in general, but I just don't think, and I'm at risk of sounding ageist or fucking whatever, but I don't think that you should expect an average American to retire at, like, 60, 65, but still be the president when you're pushing 80. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think that the like the stress of running a country is healthy. Like we've seen it. He's he's got his issues aside from like everything, but like I don't think the stress is helping that. Like you're leading one of the world powers. You know what I mean? Like America yeah. is like so influential. So you want to know something interesting, right? So there, I can't remember which, there's a video that actually documents what a president goes, like, whenever they first get elected into office versus whenever their terms or their two terms ends. Like, by the time they get in office and out of office, there's actually a before and after. And it is crazy how much that these people change. Like, if you go look at a, a picture of Barack Obama yep. whenever he first went into office and then look at a picture of how he looked out whenever he got out of office... Dude, you're like, holy shit. And you can argue, I mean, eight years, you're watching somebody age eight years in the public eye. Sure, whatever. But, I mean, still, it doesn't, the stress of running the country probably doesn't help, you know, like oh, normal yeah. aging. He still looks good, though. Yeah. Very fuckable. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just to wrap this up, I mean, yeah. we're just going to continue to see more bills being proposed, more ways to fuck over young, like, folk young lgbt people and i don't think there's ever truly going to be any real change until we get somebody maybe not from our generation because that'll take another 10 or so years before they're able to be president but we need like at least like a 30 something 40 year old you know what i mean honestly i'm rooting for andrew yang dude the yang game man is he gonna run again 
I, yeah, I don't know if he is. I um, hope so. I think Bernie I should give it a rest too, because again, same thing here. He's just like he just should not. That was yeah. He's I remember just... I was a Bernie bro back in high school. I don't know, but I don't know. Like once they start campaigning, we'll see what happens. But like I'm, I I don't know who the fuck I'm gonna vote for. I don't know either. Honestly, I don't know. I really don't. Like I might just write fucking somebody in. I feel like yeah. this upcoming election, what's it, November next year? I think mm, yeah. this upcoming election is going to be on same level shit show as the 2016 election. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. worse. Because you know Trump's going to fucking run again. You know he is. And mm. and that that's going to be another shit show. I don't think you'll get show. the nomination. I don't think you'll get the nomination. Because, so, a lot of, so this is coming from any conservative outlet that I have not unfollowed, but, like, a lot of people have turned on, on Trump, and I think that's good. Like, like, Rob Smith, um, that's one of the, the dudes that, like, I, like, a lot of the stuff that he says, like, about the economy, I, like, I agree with, but... Um, but so he was like, Oh, yeah, he's like, fuck Trump, basically. And you know, we don't need somebody like that in office, basically. And he does not like Ron DeSantis either, so mm-hmm. that's good. I'm just worried if we get a, re- I just know, like, for a fact, um, from personal little fact in my own brain, that if we have a Republican like president again next, that things are going to like escalate a whole bunch and i'm just not ready for that so we you gotta go out you gotta support you gotta spread the word Mm -hmm. be an informed voter you know look up these people extensively you gotta like research everything that they're saying what they're promising what they're trying to enforce and then like make a decision based off that don't just vote on somebody because of what their party is you know what i mean because i think like for any of the conservative or like the right-leaning people that i've ever interacted with they just go with whoever's in their party and then that that's just not the right way that's why Mm -hmm. i didn't register with the party yeah so i voted for joe jorgensen last election well i it was my first election so obviously but i voted for joe because yeah. that's all I really knew at the time. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm like, like he said, has he has the experience. He was vice president for eight years. He's got to know yeah. something. Right, and and he he did have the experience. But see, the thing that you just said about the past and stuff, like a lot of people are easy to overlook the the past. But I mean, Joe Biden was very anti-black, and he was also one of the one of the lead signers of the uh, um, fuck can't remember the name of it but it's like a big crime law that basically started the war on drugs in 94 yeah see i i didn't know any of that until like recently and it's like well you learn as you grow you know what i mean so like i'm more informed now like i used to like be really big into it in high school because like i was taking law classes and i was like learning about that stuff so it's like wow this is like i'm turning into an adult i'm like a late teenager so like i gotta keep up with the current state of the world um, how funny would it have been if hannah would have became a lawyer uh, the bar barbary law barbary <laughs> hannah barbary yeah but like that, my my law class was the only state uh class that I ever got straight A's in, so it's pretty awesome. That that is pretty. Cool. Um, I w- I wanted to get into like human resources and like psychotic psychology, but I dropped out of college basically because it was too much for me. It just wasn't for me. I never went to college to begin with. So. I would. I got like a free two year thing, but I don't know. Just be informed. Uh, keep up to date with the news because while it doesn't affect you now, it will affect you. Mm-hmm. And try to get away with that mindset in general. Like, just because it does not affect you, does not mean that you can just sit back and watch it happen. If you're sitting back and you're watching it happen, and you're not putting any effort into being part of the solution, then you are actively being a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. 
And anyway. for anybody who's watching this that's kind of on the fence, do not be afraid to think for yourself. Um, do not let others influence your decision. Because, you know, all it all it takes is, you know, one person to, to start a conversation, really. Because, I mean, heck, you might have a conversation with one of your most trusted friends and be like, yo, this is what I believe in. You know, what do you think? And then they'll be like, oh, well, this is my issue with it. But if you're informed, then you could you know, rebut a little bit and be like, well, no, I mean, you can, you can find common ground is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And, and really that's the best way, the best way to m spread awareness and make change is to start the conversation. And I think this is a conversation that has been long overdue. Conversations need to be have no matter how far they might be. Yep. I agree. Also, I don't think there's anything wrong with ending friendships over political differences. Because some political See, differences are just that bad. Like, if you don't believe in human rights, I probably shouldn't be friends with you. I mean, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, you know, the thing, the thing that I... The reason why I disagree with that statement is because, you know... I would say that... That is one of my biggest thing, complaints about politics in today's age is that it's too polarizing, right? If politics, you know, just if people who are doing politics wouldn't, you know, get mad at everything the other person's saying, and a lot of it has to do, or you know, a lot of it's the fault of, you know, the conservatives, mm -hmm. honestly, because they're they're the ones who get offended about, you know, stuff like this, you know, the trans rights. All the good stuff, right? And you know they'll—I mean they'll—they'll they'll start the shit, basically. Yeah. They're always so, quick to point fingers, but right. Yeah. And, I mean, but at the same time, you know, a lot of people are narrow-minded, and to them people, I say fuck you. Yeah. That being said, we kind of want—we want to, to have like a bit of a dialogue. I know it was a little messy. But, like, we're just, we're being real, we're talking from our own brains, our own experiences, our own hearts, so we're just being 100% here, we're just kids on the internet, like, we're not very articulate, we, this isn't our thing, but I felt like, as, as, as a group with a minor platform with an LGBT person and, like, two, like, people who are right dead step in the middle of these states who are trying to do stuff, I think we each had unique and interesting perspectives to bring to the table and, like, it's a discussion mm -hmm. that just needed to be had. Mm -hmm. um, but we're, now we're going to be opening up the floor to any sort of dialogue. I had a friend give me some of the resources that I've listed in the docs, so thank you to them. Um, but have a dialogue have a conversation in the comments as long as you're respectful about it unlike those two dip like dipshits in my comment section on tiktok then i don't mind just you can have your own opinions as long as your opinions aren't i don't believe this person should be alive um and did you want to add anything else um, that's basically all i had all right thanks for watching everyone we'll be back to our silly antics next week we might briefly revisit this depending on what's going on but um as of right now this is our first and only again as of right now serious video so next week we'll be back to our silly little podcast thank you for watching stay informed stay respectful and just fucking leave lgbt people alone